Welcome to the Defiant Business Podcast. A business podcast produced by Defy the Status Quo for forward-thinking businesses and savvy professionals looking to defy the status quo of mediocre customer experiences, barely surviving businesses, and haphazard business development. We'll explore best marketing and sales practices, improving business processes, attracting your ideal clients or customers, striking your perfect work-life balance, business basics, intentional inclusion in business, and so much more. Thank you for joining me today. Let's do this. Hey there, welcome to Marketing Monday. It's the first Marketing Monday of April. Woo! And today, actually, we're going to be talking about what branding even is, let alone tips, but I will definitely jot that down. And so, yeah, so what does branding even mean? And like I said in the description, I actually avoided using the word branding for a really long time and like my title and how I described myself because I didn't want people to think, oh, Ruthie says she's in branding. She does logos. She does logos. Because guess what? I don't do logos. Defy the status quo does not do logos. One day we may also offer logos so that way we can like kind of offer a, a more uh, one-stop shop type of solution, but I don't do logos. And guess what? There's actually a ton of work that you're supposed to do before you even get your logo. Now, I'm not saying that my friend Humira, she calls it the minimum viable brand. And I love this concept. So I'm not saying that you just wait for a really long time and do all this deep work that I'm about to explain to you before you get into like actually making your logo. But I guess you could even call it like a minimum viable logo. Like what do you need to get by? Basically, according to to you know a lot of the big names out here and i agree with the way that this is kind of divided there's like three main parts to branding there's brand strategy you've got brand identity and then you've got brand marketing so <laughs> i don't do logos i don't do design right which means that you know my other pieces left are possibly brand uh marketing and brand strategy and guess what that's exactly where i'm at but let's see So brand strategy is something I call the brand core, but this is the part where you do the work on your why, you do the work on your vision and your mission statement, your values, the change that the reason why your business even exists, the change they're trying to create in the world, the emotions that they want to incite and catalyze inside of people, the types of actions they want people to take as a result of just knowing their brand. See, yeah, Krista gets it. She's like, branding is much deeper than a logo. Absolutely. And eventually what ends up happening is that that logo represents all of those things that I just listed, like your mission and, and, and your even the personality behind your brand, your logo becomes infused with it in the minds of your audience. So think Nike, right? Like we know this about Nike, right? They are such a great example to me because we've seen Nike lately in the last, especially last few years, I would say, in terms of being like very much in the spotlight, we've seen them take center stage on certain topics and issues not related to athletic wear, but it aligns with their brand, right? And it it aligns with the types of the type of change that they're trying to incite in the world. So brand strategy, again, is what I call the brand core. And this is where you should do a lot of digging in and a lot of work and understand that it will evolve over time. Your brand core will evolve over time. 
because you will get more clarity around not just what you thought you wanted to do, but what we often say we want to do, the type of change we want to see in the world, that's often actually shaped by what we believe is possible for us to do. So as you gain more clarity and experience, you may realize that you are actually more capable, which makes things more possible in your mind's eye. So the brand core will evolve. Don't worry. But it is important, I think, to go ahead, I know, to get it down. And so that way you and your team, whether they're internal employees or external teammates, contractors, consultants, whatever, no matter whether the teammates are internal or external, they're going to understand exactly what it means to be a part of your team and the mission that you're trying to move forward. So brand identity is the visual part. And I would say the biggest problem here is we have a lot of brand identity professionals who say that they do brand strategy and who say that they do brand marketing, but they in fact don't. I'm not saying that someone can't also do your brand strategy and also do your brand identity, not saying that at all. But what I have seen, especially when you look at, oh, I'm a brand strategist, I'll design your logo. And then they're like, for a logo, I'm like, you're not a brand strategist if you're charging $50. Like you can't be either that you're giving or you're giving a ton away for free. And then it's like, kind of, why are you in business? If you are great at what you do, you deserve to be compensated for that work, right? For the gift, the not the gift because you're being compensated, but your ability to be a blessing on somebody else's business, like that is something that costs a lot more than $50. So if you're a graphic designer, then you're a graphic designer. And there are certain things maybe that you need to consider that you need from your clients before you move forward with something like a logo design or before you move forward with something like, hey, we're going to completely rebrand you and we're looking at colors and stuff. Well, what, what type of foundational work is being done by the graphic designer, by the person who says that they're the brand strategist? What type of foundational work is being done? So for example, my full build a supernova brand program takes eight to 10 weeks for my clients and we don't do logos. So if it takes me eight to 10 weeks to walk somebody through this type of deep work that I'm talking about and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, the person I hired, this is a brand strategist. We were on the phone for an hour and then they like sent me a bunch of stuff. Unless you've already done this deep work, i.e. with someone like me and you're like, yes, I have my brand Bible. I can give this to you right? The person who's designing your brand identity, that's a bit different. And so that's actually the goal is to be able to have that and be like, hey, I can give this to external teammates and they can actually do what they need to do better. They can make content better. They can help me make my videos better. They can pick better podcast interviews for me. They can design my logo. They can pick my colors. My content people know exactly what photos to use because of the work that you did on the brand core. The brand identity piece is so much clearer and you are so distinct. So don't go around like trying to look like anybody else. You need to build your own identity. Your brand needs to be its own identity, not something easily mistaken for someone else's. So you want to make sure that you're picking somebody who can design your brand strategy and be really creative with it and have it aligned with the values that you identified during the brand strategy development phase. And then brand marketing. Brand marketing is the expression. So it's not just, oh, I'm, so in my case, right? It's not just, oh, I'm a marketing strategist. I'm the radically authentic brand strategist. That's me. 
And that, that in its own way is a key component of brand marketing. Because when I introduce myself, when other people introduce me, that's a title I'll give them to use. When I introduce myself on Clubhouse, a lot of times when I'm doing my own podcast interviews, I'll say, hey, this is Ruthie, founder of Defy the Status Quo and the Radically Authentic, and I'm the Radically Authentic Brand Strategist. But it's the way that you offer your products and services in association with your brand. You tie your brand to your products and services. And when you do that, it's like what I like what I like to talk about in terms of, hey, dominate your niche by becoming the niche. So people no longer want a brand strategist. They want Ruthie. They want radical authenticity. That's me. I'm not saying that you're not going to get great work from another brand strategist, but you are not getting a radically authentic brand. You are not getting a supernova brand. All right. And for our clients that we have uh, as more continuity, where we do things for them every single month, we have ongoing services. They could go to someone else for that, but they're not going to get radically authentic content. They're not going to get this type of positioning. They're not going to get my network in terms of helping them get like the speaking engagements and the podcast interviews and things like that. They won't get those things. And that is what they know when they consider Ruthie and they consider defy the status quo, this is something that they know because of the brand marketing work that I've put in. So do you want to be a, Chris is watching, do you want to be a podcast editor? Do you want to be a podcast consultant? Or do you want to be the podcast consultant for the right people? As in, they look at you and they're like, I don't need, like, I don't even need to talk to anybody else. When you are so, like when you've created that niche, when your brand marketing is that on point, they don't even need to talk to anyone else. There is no price shopping because there's only one you. And this is why brand marketing is so important. This is what we talk about in terms of differentiating yourself from the market. When you can market your brand this way and it's so distinct and it's so clear, there is no price shopping. There is no, oh, I'm interviewing three other people. It's people are like, no, I need to snap this up right now. I need to snap this up right now where they're asking you, are you taking on any more clients right now? Because you might be full, like maybe I should move along right now. And you say, actually, to be honest, I've got like maybe one or two spots left. And they're like, okay, I need to make a decision right now, right now. And so I think you can kind of see how all three of these, right? We talked about brand strategy. We talked about brand identity. And we talked about brand marketing. You can kind of see how those all play together. But in order to do brand marketing and in order to do brand identity, you have to do brand strategy first to do it properly. I mean, you could do whatever you want. Like, like there's nothing stopping you from getting into Canva, pulling up some stuff, moving things around and being like, boom, Ruthie's wrong, got a logo. Like, I'm not saying you can't, but I'll tell you this for free. That is not something you should do. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Tim said, branding is a verb, noun, adjective. It really is. It really is. And then Krissa, thank you, Krissa. <laughs> it certainly can dominate your niche by becoming the niche. And that really is like, that's the idea behind the supernova brand. And it's that I, that's the idea behind radical authenticity is to, to look at it that way. Like, how can I, how can I create the niche, right? And how can I be that unique? And it's, it's really about, I'm not perfect for everybody, but for certain people, I am perfect. I am perfect for them, right? And perfect, you know how y'all know what I mean by perfect. There we go, Chris. Woo! 
Kristen wants to be the podcast consultant. And that's the key there though, right? Like you are the podcast consultant for the certain people that you've identified, right? Your dream clients. So you're not the podcast consultant for everybody, but for certain people, you are utterly perfect. Like for me, Krista was the perfect podcast consultant for me, for me, absolutely. And for other people, probably people like me, people that I know, people that I connect with, she is an amazing fit. Oh yes. Sylvia is like, Canva's my fave. I know she loves, she loves Canva, but you need to go in there with a plan. See, and that's the big piece behind the brand strategy. You know, it's like, if I'm painting something, I like to sketch it out first. I like to have, I like to visualize it, have the idea in my mind, which colors I want to go where I can just decide to jump in and start painting, but I'm not really sure how that's going to turn out. And it might not turn out the way I want it to, which will actually be a result. It will be a waste of work, a waste of time. And depending on your painting medium, you can't really go back and fix it. And so, yeah, so that's what I want to say. I want to kind of wrap this by saying that you can do a lot with your brand strategy, even on your own, because awareness is the key. As you become more aware of these things, you will be able to evolve them over time. You will be able to evolve them intentionally over time versus allowing it to just randomly coalesce around you like a a patchwork quilt right? Patch here, patch here, patch. like it just kind of randomly comes together around you. The pieces fit together technically, but they're from all sorts of different puzzles. Imagine that, like you had a bunch of different puzzles and the pieces fit, but it's, they're all from different puzzles. And you're like, what is this thing that I've built? That's really the difference there. So before you invest a ton in brand identity, make sure that you're paying attention to this brand strategy part. And before you invest a ton in brand marketing, marketing in general, make sure you look at this brand strategy part. <laughs> Decide what you're even here for, okay? So, okay, so Krista actually asked me a question. So Krista, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're saying for people who want to do that and don't know where to start, what what would you suggest to them as a first step in terms of kind of developing the brand strategy is what I'm assuming. It's It sounds almost silly in a way, but it's just answering those basic questions. Like, what are you here to accomplish? What change are you trying to put out into the world? And it sounds big. People are like, oh no, like I'm not trying to change the world. I'm just, right? And then they minimize or diminish the work that they're doing. You don't want to do that. And, and if you sit with it, and this is something like I, I did a lightning clarity intensive this weekend with a client. And this was something that we were looking at, you know, because this person has a, a, a job that they could easily say, look, I just do this. But the more we dug into it, the more we saw the ramifications in from this person's business out to their clients and then out into the world and how those things continue to go out. So, so for example, like in, in Krista, looking at you and what you were able to accomplish for me, you gave me my weekends back. For me, that was not a just, that was not a just anything. Like you didn't just help me with my podcast, right? You were the difference between me being like, okay, podcast life is over. Right. Because I need my weekends back. I need time to spend with my kids. I got homework to do. But so for me, it wasn't a you just did anything. Right. You gave me my weekends back. But to that end, your business as it grows may enable you to accomplish other things. It may enable you to enact change on the world. And when you're looking at your brand strategy and you revisit your brand strategy, that is something that you want to definitely take a close look at. What change are you looking like? First of all, you can always look at the transformation you're offering your clients, but what is your purpose? Why does your 
business exist, right? What greater purpose are you serving? Now, some people are just here to make money, but you know, it's, it's, it's hard to keep going when you're just in it for the money. If I ask you, what's the purpose for your, your brand existing, for your, your business existing, you can give me a shallow answer if you want. There's nothing stopping you. But the opportunity, it's a, it's a simply genius question in that if I say, why does your business exist? You could write down one sentence or you could write down 10 pages, right? It's how far you want to take it. And if, you, and if you're looking at doing that work and delving deep into your business, we could talk about your why for a really long time. When I was doing the Lightning Clarity Intensive this weekend, we talked about the four layers of the why for, I think we were on the why for like an hour and 15 minutes, hour and 20 minutes, maybe. Right. And, and exploring it and taking additional notes and adding more to it and, and refining it and distilling it down to the, the core emotions. So the questions are basic in a way, but only if you leave them that way. So again, thank you so much, everybody, for joining me today. And today we were just kind of talking about the different parts of branding. And so that was brand strategy, brand identity, and brand marketing. And I'll probably do some additional live streams this week, kind of delving deeper into those. Again, thank you so much. And I will catch you in the Facebook group. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. Please make sure that you've subscribed and do be sure to leave us a review if you found this episode at all helpful. And if you think it would be a great resource for someone else, be sure to share it with them. See you next time.